Bonjour, bonsoir, hello, I don't speak French, here we are, what's up, welcome back. Hello everyone, I hope you are well and healthy and not losing your mind. Um, Can't say the same for myself, but you know, what's new there, that happened before, happened during, and will happen after cancer, I'm confident in that. So we've got a lot to update on since, you know, the last shindig we held together i went out for the first time since covid Uh uh-huh let that sink in for a minute i went out to a real life bar ladies and gentlemen (sighs) well 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 let's talk about it i was double masked up in this bitch because we all know this isn't one immunocompromised bitch over here so i wear my double mask i can't drink because of the chemo that I'm on. So, I mean, you know that I saw a lot. I mean, 30 seconds within walking in, someone was getting kicked out. That was really interesting to see as a sober one. But I really believe that being the sober one in a group full of drunk people is like finding the cure for cancer. Like, it's an eye-opening experience. You see things that you would never see if you were drunk. I felt like it was sensory overload. There were noises happening. People were all around me. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was shaking my ass and titties for the world to see. Like, I'm back, obviously. I'm back and better than ever. But I was sober. So I was like, ooh, really aware of things I wouldn't normally care about. Like, yeah, I was sweating a lot. I was dancing really hard. There was lots of people there. Like, I mean, there was a lot of sweat happening. I'm not going to lie to you. Another thing, I realized how overpriced drinks are. Another thing, I realized how loud the music is. Like, it's not at a normal volume. Everyone doesn't have hearing problems. Like, I don't understand why it needs to be so loud and the bass needs to be so loud that it literally shakes you to your core. Those are some of the things that I noticed in my endeavors into the nightlife in Boston. Not to mention... Not to mention the drunk people in the bar, but the drunk people outside of the bar. Like, Boston's nightlife is just so interesting to me. And, like, there were people screaming at each other on the street. There were people, like, walking around talking to themselves, definitely on some kind of drug. Like, things were happening that I would not have been privy to if I was drunk. So, I really feel like I experienced a whole new place, a whole new city. Would I do it again? Absolutely not. I miss drinking so bad, but like it was fun while it lasted. It was fun. It was fun. I shook my ass, shook my titties, my fake titties. I also went out for the first time with nothing on my head because your bitch has hair again. It's not at my on brand messy bun level amount of hair, but like we are slowly but surely getting there. So that is a great. Next up. We finished radiation. Holly fucking Luya because radiation was really killing my vibe. Driving into Boston every single day sucked. But some takeaways from radiation are that so like the machine is reflective. So you can see I'm obviously sitting there like no shirt on, TOFTB. The machine is reflective, so I'm staring up at myself and Basically, how they get you in the right position is they have to, like, pull and push you and adjust you and all this shit. So, like, I get to watch myself jiggle back and forth like jello, And 
I finally said to one of the nurses, I was like, does anyone ever, mm, I don't know, tell you how unpleasant it is to watch yourself jiggle in the reflection of this machine? And they were all like, well, that is the first year that we ever, the first time that we ever heard that. It's like, well, I'm happy to, I'm happy to be this girl. But another story time from radiation is I'm sitting in the waiting room. And this man comes and sits next to me. And I'm like, okay, there's about 63 open chairs. But like, yeah, sure, come on and sit next to me, fucking weirdo. But I'm sitting there reading my book. I bring my Kindle to every appointment like the bad bitch that I am. And he starts talking to me and goes, oh, what cancer did you do you have? I go, oh, breast cancer. He goes, ah, my wife had breast cancer. She had inverted nipples. And that was the first time that we knew something was wrong excuse me? I don't want to hear about your wife's inverted nipples. I'm sitting in a waiting room ready ready to be shoved in a fucking toaster oven for my own tits. I don't need to hear about your wife's tits. But no, he did not stop there. He then went on to say, oh yeah, she had, you know, IDC, which is invasive ductal carcinoma, which is what I have. And I didn't say like, that's what I have. But so he goes, yeah, she had IDC. And, oh, it was a death sentence towards her. I'm like, motherfucker, who do you think you are saying this to me? I didn't tell him I had that cancer, but I fucking told my radiation nurses when I went in. I was like, bitch. And then he went on to tell me about his prostate and how a prostate is the size of a walnut. Guess what I could have gone my whole life without knowing how big a prostate is. And now you all have to hear it. So you're welcome in advance. But like, what the fuck? Don't talk to me about your prostate. Don't talk to me about your wife's nipples because I'm sure as shit believe that she would not want you talking to some random fucking child because I'm not an adult. I'm a child about your nipples. Not to mention the fact that you had this breast cancer that you might have died from. He didn't even say if she lived or not. All he said was it's a death sentence. I was like, okay, I gotta scoot the fuck out of this chair real quick. Thankfully, my name got called. But what the literal fuck? Oh, anyway. So that was an interesting waiting room tale. Also, what I've been doing at radiation in the waiting room is yelling at all the people who don't wear masks. A.K.A. all the old white men. I'm like, bitch, this is the cancer ward. We're not in fucking Florida, A.K.A. the worst state in America. Put your mask on your face and shut the fuck up. I do not care about whatever other issue that you have that you can't wear this mask. It does not matter to me. It does not matter to me. Some motherfucker had the nerve to say, oh, I forgot my mask. Bitch. The check-in process to get into the hospital is so intense. I honestly believe that you forgot your mask as much as I believe that pigs could shit out gold coins. It's not fucking true. Take your mask, put it on, and shut the fuck up. I literally had to be pulling like some backhanded secret passive aggressive moves to get these motherfuckers to wear their mask because I was so done with telling people. Like, I really don't need your droplets and your fucking germs all over me. Put your mask on your face. We're in like year 63 of the pandemic. You know how to wear a mask and I don't care if it's uncomfortable. Thank you so much for coming to my TED Talk. And that's my thoughts on masks. Thank you very much. Now, I would say the most exciting moment of my radiation experience happened the other day. Now, you might say, oh, is it when you finished and you got to ring the bell? No, it was not. It was when there was a DILF there. 
And, you know, I mean, that's all I have to say. He was a DILF, not to mention he was speaking some kind of, like, European language that I didn't understand, but it only made him DILFier, and, you know, that's what's up. He was lovely. Didn't talk to him, just stared at him. But it was great. It was some yummy content on a long-ass fucking day. So, to DILFs everywhere, I want to send out a personalized thank you very much. Thank you for your service. You're doing big things. And that's that. Lately, I have been consuming a scary amount of sugar. Like, when people, whatever those, like, TikToks or whatever's on the internet, when they're like, oh, sugar has the same stuff that's in, like, cocaine or crack, I fucking believe it. Because I feel like I go through ebbs and flows. Like, sometimes I eat no sugar. Sometimes I eat, like, my body weight in sugar. And every time I, I'm, like, on the... Wait, is an ebb like a... What the fuck is an ebb and flow? I used it and I don't even know. Is an ebb like when you're doing a lot of sugar and a flow is when you're not? Like, I don't fucking know. But whatever. When I'm beginning to eat a lot of sugar, I feel like I eat one piece of sugar and that's it. Then my body, like, needs more. And I have to, like, train my body to not crave it or get off of it. So what the literal fuck? Like... I should I just start doing cocaine at this point if it has the same thing as sugar? But like, oh my god, there's so many things that have sugar in them. I just slammed like 12 yogurt covered pretzels and I don't regret it. It was great. Our world is going back to the shitter. You know, Omicron's here, numbers are rising again. Um, we thought we were done with this, but we're not. We are absolutely not done with this. So the littlest things that were bringing me joy before this are no longer allowed to bring me joy because I can't fucking go because a bitch is on chemo, okay? Like Soul Cycle, I was fucking that shit up. Endorphins brought me joy. I was so content, happy with my life. Mm, they've had outbreaks. Love that for me. What other things bring me joy? Oh, I don't know, eating. Eating at good places, can't do that anymore because Omicron says what the fuck is up. Hospitals are getting overrun again because these dumb motherfuckers who won't get a needle shoved in their arm for 30 seconds are taking up beds. Thank you very much. That shit sucks. But anyways, with the numbers rising again, my ass is like about to super glue a mask on my face and put a tampon soaked in coffee up my butt because caffeine is the only thing that matters. But like at this point, I feel like we're never going to take the mask off. So why do I, why don't I just glue it to my face? That's where I'm at. I'll just eat, sleep, and breathe my own air. I don't want your fucking droplets. I don't want your germs. I don't want your cooties. I'm about to just breathe my own air and never look back. But that's where we're at. I'm so fucking sick of it. Also, like, at this point, I feel like I might as well tattoo my vaccine card on my forehead. Because, you know, what if you're just, like, out walking outside? So I don't wear a mask if I, like, walk around the neighborhood. But I don't need people to think I'm a Republican. (gasps) That's like the last thing I want. So tattooing my vaccine card on my forehead, I feel like that's the move. And I feel like most places are going to start requiring vaccines. So might as well just like do that. I'm also about to top tattoo my medical record number on my forehead because whenever I go to chemo before they start injecting me, they ask for that. And I'm honestly just sick of talking. I'm sick of speaking to people. Like I'm sick of it. I don't know. Maybe I'm lazy. Maybe I'm not. I don't really give a fuck, but that's where I'm at. 
Anyways, the afterthoughts of radiation. Um, I don't know if you've ever had a sunburn that's like a third degree burn, but like that's what's happening to my skin right now. Like everything is peeling, dead skin is just dropping off left and right, and I'm fucking sore as a bitch. I'm so sore. I've been taking weed, I don't actually know the proper name, but I call it weed tincture. Tincture? It has a T somewhere. I don't fucking know. But helps me sleep so well, and I feel like it relaxes my muscles, and a bitch is tense over here. Like, my shoulders are up to the bottom of my ears 24-7, and I need a weed whacker to get through all the knots in my shoulders. So this Mary J that drip drips under my tongue is a game changer. And anyone who shits on that can suck my butt because it's literally so nice and I sleep so well. Like, how are you just going to ignore something that is so helpful? I don't know. Unfortunately, it does not help with my peeling skin. So every night... I pretty much lube myself up. Well, actually, it's not my whole self. It's like my left boob and my left armpit. So I'm like 30% lubed up. And then the rest of me is just dry. Dry as the fucking Sahara. And I try and, you know, sleep comfortably. Sleeping comfortably. You might think, wow, that sounds so easy. Uh Uh-huh. Totally. It would be easy if I wasn't in fucking excruciating pain from being shoved in a toaster oven 25 times and having light beams shot at my body. So, no, it's actually really fucking difficult. And not to mention, I have to wash my pajama shirts every day because I'm fucking lotioned up and it's sweating onto my shirts. And then I wake up in the morning and they're like hard and crusted. Like, how fucking disgusting is that? That's what my life has been these past couple weeks. Lubing myself up and I still have to do it for three more weeks after radiation. So I'm not even close to being done. Oh my God. It's like the gift that keeps on giving. It doesn't stop when you finish. It keeps going. So anyone who wants to send, like I'm about to start using lube at this point because I'm almost out of my prescription creams. Who has prescription creams? Like that's something you hear in like a movie where there's a nerd who has ointment. I have prescription ointment. That's how cool I am. Oh, God. Let that marinate. Well, there's been a car on. Car on? Yeah, no. There's been a light on in my car for the past five days, and I'm about to drive into Boston tomorrow. So manifest good vibes that I don't break down on the side of the highway because that would really put a damper in my day, to be quite honest. So that's what I have to say. Send your good vibes, send your hugs, send your money, and send your brothers if they're cute. I'll take one. I'll take one off your hands. Anyways, peace and love. Bye.